What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And welcome back to the Podblast. How you doing, Fal? Not bad, mate. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. That's good. That's good. How's your nose feeling this week, eh? Oh, yeah. Uh, nose <coughs> is much better. There's still blood and stuff coming out of it. They've bent my nose. They've bent your nose? I had a perfectly <laughs> they have, they have straight nose. nose. No it's gone way. over. I've had to adjust a little clasps on my glasses. Oh, gutted. Can you taste yet, though? Do you know what? <laughs> that's a yes that's that is a smile of a man that has tasted cheese for the first time the, in a long the time the first thing i tasted was blood because i i i'm not i wasn't allowed to to blow my nose for a good three days after and because there's, there's like an air sac uh underneath the cheek absolutely full of gunge and stuff which is what i've got antibiotics for and all stuff like that lovely, lovely stuff and lovely. so i was able to uh get it out and the minute i did that uh there was a heavenly beam of light from above, and the, even the though it was blood, you could taste it. I could taste you could, it. You knew it was blood. Yeah, which is exactly so. So I had one. what was the first thing I had? Uh, I had myself a cheese sandwich. I, I knew it would be cheese. <laughs> a man can't taste for a while. The first thing he goes for is cheese. In it, well, yeah. Um, yeah, well, fantastic. I'm glad it's worked out well for you. I'm glad you've got your smell back. Yes, I'm so happy. How's, uh, what, do you, what are we doing this week? What taste are we going for? All right, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see what it did there? I see what you it did. It's, it's called a segue. I like it. <laughs> it's, um, it's the Persuaders. Right, I've been telling everyone the wrong thing all week. Okay, what have um, you been saying? I can't even remember now. What did I say to The you protesters. Before? <laughs> something like that, <laughs> the presumers or something. The, presumers. It's, uh, the pretenders, the that's pretenders. what it was. Yeah. So, yeah, so anyone that I have spoke to this week, ignore what I've said. Yeah. It's not that. We're not talking about uh, a low-level 80s band. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a high-level 1970s piece of class. Tony Curtis, Roger Moore. Ooh, I, I like a bit of Roger Moore. Yeah, well, you know Tony Curtis. He was, he was. I'd, a, I'll probably recognise his face, but the, the name rings a bell. But I just, I, I, I was don't. in some like it hot with Marilyn Monroe stuff. Like I was in Spartacus. Probably it was, why I've never, I've never seen. It. Is that Spartacus Blood and Sand? No, the, the original. The old, old, the I am Spartacus. Spartacus. I, right. Again, I've never seen. I don't know why I'm saying it. Like I've seen either one of them. Not like that makes it. <laughs> An iota of difference. Right, okay. <laughs> well, you know the word, though, don't you? I, I know, he was in that. I know that he was a fella. He was in that in a loincloth. Right, sound. <laughs> he went out with Marilyn Monroe for a bit. Did he? Yeah, yeah he did. Who, who would have turned that down? Uh, I don't know. See, not the Kennedys. See, the thing is, I, I, I'm I, more in the Betty Page kind of camp. Marilyn Monroe was, only, you know, she was nice. I only know him. Marilyn Monroe because it was front page of the tabloids. It's, I don't know anyone else from that generation. You know Betty Page. She's like the alt. She's like the goth version. She's, <laughs> she, you know, people have got tattoos of her. Um, right, right, right. So like pin-up. Yeah, one she's one proper. Of early pin-up. Proper 50s pin-up. Right, I'll have to have it. Uh, but with, with whips and shit. 
I'd say I only I only know Marilyn Monroe because because people fucking quote her and you they know, quote her. Yeah, what's, give what's me that a, Marilyn give me Monroe, Monroe quote? There's a dead famous Marilyn. Go if on. You can't handle me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. That Is that was her? Marilyn Mon- Monroe quote about her being depressed? Apparently, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, that's what it gets. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that. Uh, I mean, it's probably wrong. Twitter war. Uh, uh, <laughs> Where did that I, come from? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say my sources are legitimate. Let's put it that way. I didn't hear her going. I didn't hear her whispering. All we need to know is you woke up one day and you knew that was the truth. That's good enough for me. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure I've seen that quote attributed to her more than once in my lifetime. Right. Okay. I mean, it's a day. We we'll, we will check this out. Um, definitely before watching this week's episode. Uh, I, I will have an answer for this in the next hour. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to watch The Persuaders, which if anyone wants to watch it, it's actually on YouTube for some strange reason. I don't so. know why. Must be some of the rights because other stuff like the champions, the protectors, the uh, maybe, Space Nights 99, you've got, to, you've got to pay for it but for some reason. Maybe it's because they've realised they want to give our listeners a fucking break so they don't have to go and torrent a, uh, an episode that yeah, we're going to watch yeah. or buy a, a DVD that was out in the 70s. No, no, the DVDs, they get they all got reissued in... Uh, well, in yeah, because like, the DVDs weren't out in the 70s. That's yeah. why they got search, reissued. Search for network. If you're going to get the DVDs, search for network and you'll find them. All I of mean, this ITC stuff. Eventually, what we'd like is to uh, have links to the episodes of what we're watching, if there's a way of doing that. I don't know if there is. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can stick them in. We can embed yeah. it. Say, here you go. You can get it on Amazon. You know what I mean? So that people have got buy a it diet. Through, buy it through us so we so get a shekel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, you know, at least at least so there's a, a link to each episode on uh, of the episodes we're watching on each episode we do that. That's in the long run, innit? It's still early days for now. Still early days. It is such early days that, it, you know what? The sound quality is great. The next thing we want to do is a video podcast. We want yeah. we want you to see our beautiful, shining, beaming faces as we present these things and have a drink. So if you want that, do us a favour and you can go to the website. You can you can go to the, the, the Red website? Circle. You can go. It's, it's just www podblast uh com. there you go so it's dead easy we, we bought the domain and stuff so it's like but just go and donate do us a favor just give us give us two quid if you can afford it give us two quid and that'll help towards us getting the video equipment and you you get to see our faces that's it and it's, uh, it's, it's onwards and upwards with it isn't it we're, we're looking into setting up a little space um and getting ourselves some cameras so that uh, we'll we'll be putting the full episodes on youtube yeah, yeah. So, but we'll still we'll carry on doing the audio forever because oh. we'll rip the audio from from the video and the, uh, the audio will never stop. But the audio will just get enhanced if you want if you want to watch it as well, in it. In it, don't stop the music. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we'll leave there then. Nice little catch up. I haven't seen you for a while. So I know. Yeah, it's been there. a minute. It's been a minute. I've had uh, I've had a busy week. Oh yeah, it's your birthday week. It was your birthday week. <laughs> Sorry, I nearly went to <laughs> say goodbye, and it's been your birthday week. Well, that, that week. wasn't that wasn't particularly why I was busy, but no, nice one, nice yeah. one. It was. Uh, I've had a boss time. I was asleep by half nine. Yeah, chair, drunk. Yeah, it was fucking fantastic. Good. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was the most adult birthday I've ever <laughs> had in my life. But yeah, man, a uh, nice one. Right, so we'll we'll go and watch this. We'll be back in back in five. Yeah, see you in a minute. Right, and welcome back to the Pilots Pod Blast. Um, yeah, we're on episode four. 
uh, the persuaders, or as I'm calling it, the proclaimers. All right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We, we're coming in hot with that one. Um, yeah, and we're, we're back after watching the episode. Um, what do you think? Was that, so, first of all, overall, was it a good or a bad experience? Um, oh, I don't like M. <laughs> Come on. I mean, it weren't bad. It was very close to being, like... You can tell, obviously, they were taking a lot of inspiration from James Bond. No, they weren't. Were they not? Definitely not. No? Without questioning it out. The reason why is because James Bond, up until that point, had been Sean Connery, George Lazenby, and then Sean Connery again. So Roger Moore got the job off the back Yeah, the reason why there is no second series of this, there was going to be a second series... It's because he got offered Bond. Well, that's so that yeah, this yeah, yes, but so you can see he was acting in a certain way. Obviously, his agents said, "If you do this right, you'll be the next James Bond." Because he was acting, he was acting in a Bond-like manner. Uh, I think he was acting in a no, no, no. I think because if you look at Bond itself and you look at all the different Bonds that have been, they've all brought their own thing to it. I don't think anyone acts like Bond. But there is a but, but, but there is a certain track of Bond that everyone gets on. They all bring their own their own, their own thing. And I think yeah. Bond became Roger Moore. Is what happened. Maybe, but no. Well, because I've always considered the real Bond to be Sean Connery. But. Oh. D- we're not going to get no, into this no, now. No, no, we're not here to discuss because Bond. because we're just to to just to start on Listen. Fal, my favourite Bond is Pierce Brosnan. But th- that's fine. Everyone can have a different fucking thing. Pierce Brosnan's an ace, James Bond. Yeah, he is. He's the just, best. He's not. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery is. Sean Connery. That's no, he just. I don't know. Sean Connery is acting. It's. It's like he's not very good with the uh, with the old accents, is he? Yeah, but bar that, he's a fucking top actor. Just, but again, he's he's an actor that people write the Sean Connery role into a script yeah, for. Yeah, exactly. So you can't blame him for being that iconic that people do that for him. Yeah. Um, right. Anyway, we're not here to discuss <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> we can do. I mean, yeah. Well, I was the one that brought it up, but you could tell that there was a Bondy vibe about it. Like yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't it, a Bondy vibe. It was a Roger Moore vibe that became which a Bond. Became Bond. Of, and so it was the. All, all I was thinking is, if there was a second spy in a Bond film, it yeah. would have been very much along the lines because the whole episode was them pair just swinging dick at each other, the, giant yeah. heads, fucking Roger Moore with his birds at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, was absolutely commendable. Like <laughs> he had a horse trailer on the back of his car. Just, next, <laughs> and then just pull the next one out the back seat up in front. Yeah, just, like queuing up at the butchers at Sainsbury's when you were a kid when you had the ticket token. <laughs> well, it's all sort of set up what women are going to be in this series <laughs> in the opening <laughs> title sequence where you know he says Objects. how to one and turns <laughs> around and starts necking another <laughs> it's just yeah women are going to be in it uh, and they're, they're probably going to be bikini clad uh, there was lots of <laughs> very lots of very sexy bikini in, in fact women, later on in the episode he he's, he's he's puts them in the same column as dogs he says women and dogs yeah, are a man's does. best friend. <laughs> he, he actually, I'm pretty sure he says dogs then women as yeah. well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just um, <laughs> Roger. <laughs> oh, Roger, Roger Moore is uh, yeah. He was uh, he was an absolute womanizer, but uh, he was doing it in such a suave way. And, and that's ev- what he was they like. Were getting away with it. They were getting away with it because 
that bird in the back seat didn't go, well, well how come I'm second? And she just went, oh, Roger, of course, and jumped into that front seat ready to get sloppy seconds. Like, it's, uh, oh, dear. I mean, they were down for it. He must have, he fucking, it was something about his ruffled necktie that made them fucking a neckerchief. wet. Like, yeah. A neckerchief. Oh. That's, that's the way forward, isn't it? Drove it drove them absolutely mental. The uh, car scene at the front there. Just no regard for any human life whatsoever. No. They meet each other at a set of traffic lights. Have a go because Roger Moore's finger banging some bird on the hood of his car and the American <laughs> dude can't handle it. Like, ah, why, don't, why don't you get a room, eh? <laughs> 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 Where is he from? Just for, the, just for those listening, <laughs> Fal has just <laughs> put his fingers together <laughs> in an upside-down salt bay like <laughs> full-on Italian. Italian. <laughs> Italian Americans, <laughs> but um, but yeah, so he's going sick. They don't know each other. Yeah, they pull up next to a set of lights. They meet eyes, fast and furious, and then drive through Monaco in both lanes of the fucking road. Yeah, <laughs> just absolutely no consideration for other people or human life. Spend most of the time looking at each other in the eye. Yeah, with the music giving off an oddly oh, sexual vibe. Oh, the music was it good. It was. Wasn't uh, it? it was. Uh, <laughs> we're swinging dick at each other, but occasionally our dicks are going to touch, and neither <laughs> one of us are going to complain Those dicks about did it. Such it's when they parked up, didn't they? <laughs> when the nose to nose with the cars and yeah. that. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, those cars parked very dangerously close. But yeah, that was proper. You're trying to work out whether that was a rivalry or a love scene, whether they were going to get out the cars. Yeah. It was a good thing that Roger Moore didn't get in the lift because if they got in the lift together, together. and got trapped, they'd have been banging within four minutes of the emergency so? bell. <laughs> he'd have had Roger Moore would have been out by the neckerchief and that. And it would have been All you would have heard was, <laughs> Roger Moore, Roger Moore. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So um, for, for a, a rivalry, it was oddly sexual. Yeah, it was. It, well, yeah, very charged. Did you notice that the place that they were racing uh, that was used in Goldeneye as well? Oh, was that? Yeah, when all the bikes go over, and he's he's in the DB5, she's in the Ferrari, and uh, yes. yeah, yeah. So it's this Zenia on the top, isn't it? In Goldeneye, and he's he's banging his. Is it a therapist that they sent with him? And, in the in the very beginning, yeah, he's. I think he's in. He's in it's the car of a, a therapist. It's been a while since I've watched it. Whether to be or honest. not they're going to allow him to go on on a mission, he has a, a race with a with the Ferrari, pulls over and gets out a perfectly still chilled bottle of champagne out the centre console. That sounds very yeah. James Bond. You don't leave the house without yeah. a perfectly <laughs> perfectly chilled 1784 Chateau Neuf de Pop or something <laughs> like it. So what? Did, so I'm going to mention this now because that segues into it perfectly what did you think of their online uh, online on-screen presence well how, uh, did you think that the, the filming of that was fun did you think that perhaps they were ragging each other or what, what do you it, reckon it, if they got on if they were friends yeah that would have been a fucking laugh that set yeah because it would have just been you know, it it would have been almost like it was just with different names. It's yeah. they'd have just been getting bladdered and scrapping and banging birds and fucking hitting on extras and but if they hated each other, that would have been a fucking tense ass set. They liked each other. They Did liked they? each other. Did this they were sort of their characters the the people who they are and the characters they portrayed on the skill a screen were very, very close to what was going well, on. You could tell it was two alpha um, dogs trying to be alpha. Yeah. And but when when that's done in a good way, when that's done in a friendly way, it can be a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Like Tony Curtis was sort of he had already peaked, I think, at this time because he'd been in so many of those those old epic films and what have you, things like the uh some like it hot with Jack Lemon and yeah. Lemon. He he's he'd sort of he was the star of the show. Roger Moore, all he'd done at this this time was the saint. So much so that when they were doing the interviews for this show, going around all you know, America and what have you to yeah. get it networked. They would always play the Saint musical when the Saints come marching in, which he fucking hated. He didn't want to do the series, but uh, you know he was talked into it. We'll talk about that. He didn't want to do the Saint. No, no, he didn't want to do the Persuaders. He didn't want to do TV again. He wants to do film. So you've got someone going at the sort of their their careers peaked, and you've got Roger Moore is just about to start, and it was just perfect for the, the the pair of them that. That couldn't have existed, I don't think, and couldn't if have been as good if as they it didn't was. Like each other, yeah. If, well, yeah. I mean that, like that fight scene, the fight scene the in the one. restaurant. Like, yeah. if you were friends and you got a script, and it was, let's say it was me and you, yeah, how much fucking fun would that be? Because we'd be fucking slamming each other through tables and and for and that's do yeah. where do where like for a fight scene in a restaurant and. Odd amount of uh, Asian room separators that weren't separating anything. They were just placed there to be knocked on top of people. Oh, right. A lot of them. That was a 70s thing, you know. Was it? Yeah. Did they actually do that in restaurants? Was it? have a bit of privacy. They, they, they offered no privacy. <laughs> <laughs> they were full. All, all they offered was something to crash yeah, into. But that's all they offered <laughs> was something to throw Roger Moore into to fall onto your dim sum. Notice the, uh, notice the chairs. Chairs were fucking made of paper. <laughs> yeah, the chairs, in the chairs 70s, were made of polystyrene <laughs> in the seventies. I'm surprised <laughs> anyone balanced on them without <laughs> fucking was, collapsing. I bet you a lot of them weren't. I bet you uh, that was a lot of core work. People for a lot sitting of around going, oh, I can't wait till the eighties. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for them to start building chairs out of wood. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what were they fighting over? Do you, do you remember what it was? <laughs> what were they? Um, oh, they were fighting <laughs> again. So totally English gentlemen. Oh, the amount of olives <laughs> in my drink. <laughs> so they fucking destroy a restaurant <laughs> for it. I've never had a Creole scream. I want one now. <laughs> but I'm it fucking... It looks a bit shit I'm though, worried. I'm worried that if I only want one olive in it, then some dude's going to fucking come and bang me out all across <laughs> the restaurant. Or if I want two <laughs> olives in it, then, uh, then yeah. Roger Moore's going to come and kick me in the nuts. <laughs> it's, either way, I'm never going to win. The the fight was good. And the the f- sad, I don't even like olives. Do you not like olives? <laughs> no, they're rank. Oh, I love olives. Oh, no. They're yeah. fucking dirty. Any colour you like. On a pizza, yeah, in a sandwich, on the dog. I'll just have them. But yeah, so the fight scene over, over a bunch of olives was fantastic. But again, back to the point of if I was filming that with my mates. Yeah. Oh, the fucking laugh you would have. Well, that's, we used to play it uh, as kids. Do it in high school, we, throwing each other yeah, about, exactly. playing wrestling about. And the, being the great thing idiots. about it was, was it was unsophisticated. So back then, the fighting, this is, you know, was take, I don't know, take about 10 minutes set up to throw one punch and then someone else takes a turn to have a punch and yeah. then you, then you roll around for a bit and then you take another punch <laughs> it's just it's, there's nothing real about the fighting but it's just it, i don't know it seems more like sparring or jousting something like that than it yeah it's medieval definitely it is isn't it it's gentlemanly pursuit well, th- that was that was gentlemanly i'd say uh, you know because the other fella was the american what, what's the american's name i keep on forgetting it it's, uh was it tony curtis Tony Curtis is the yeah. actor, yeah. Well, Danny Wild. Well, I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not calling him Danny Wild. That's just <laughs> silly. 
But Tony Curtis, he was being perfectly reasonable the whole. Like he, he was just being nice, and Roger Moore was being a twat he was to him. British. He was like, "Yeah, I'll hold the door for you." Thanks, dickhead. And it's like <laughs> fucking hell. No wonder he's ended out scrapping in the end. But there was just, he was just. He was just being a Tory, and that's it showed him going to Oxford at the beginning yes, and that, so yes. there you go. But yeah, the American dude was trying to be his mate. And like, oh, I'm just trying to help you if you drink all of this, sir. Well, and, uh, the, the thing is, right, so the, the reason why they got that sort of caginess and what have you, and that sort of one-upmanship was, you know, you got Tony Curtis, like I say, sort of coming to the end of a career and you've got Roger Moore just starting. And so Roger Moore, when he's on set, he's trying to be as professional as he can. I say that, he was almost always pissed. Uh, well, so, sh- was, so was every man no, in no, that generation. The champagne, so was every man in that the champagne on set was, was real champagne. champagne. <laughs> so a lot of them would just get bladded. Fucking uh, yeah, so but that's, that's, what, that's what that was. You had lunchtime paints, everyone was getting pissed back in them days. It well, exactly. Yeah, all right. So Roger Moore, as you know, he's had a, he's he's on set getting a drink and what have you. But what he's trying to do is be professional. He's starting out. He's trying to impress the crew and what have you. He's yeah. l- he's doing a thing called learning your lines. The <laughs> thing with Tony <laughs> Curtis is Tony Curtis is making up his lines. T- as he he is making up his lines, and that's for that's for two reasons. The first of all, he's very used to a, a set, the and he's, Roger Moore he's the, the man. And that kind of thing, and so and so he, you know, turned to camera and just, you know, he turned to Roger and just say, "I love you" every now and again, and things like that to put him off his lines, yeah, 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 and it's, to it's throw half, him. It's half a dog in him because then Roger Moore can't learn his lines, <laughs> yeah, because Tony Curtis isn't saying the lines that he's learning his lines. Also, he doesn't know when to come in. Exactly, and the second reason, uh, did you notice him wearing gloves? One glove. He had one yeah, glove on the whole. A lot of Michael Jackson action that carries on throughout the entire series, and the reason why is because he doesn't want to show the nicotine marks on his fingers from all the weed that he's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So he was he was pretty much stoned through the making of this series, and you can probably see that in the way that it, from his swagger. Again, what he's in his in his, in his what his late thirties, early forties yeah. there. Like, motherfuckers just come through the 60s. You yeah. can't go through the 60s and not smoke a bit of weed. Yeah. And then if you're making wedge from making films and that, you smoke a lot of weed, aren't you? In it. It's like you haven't got any other job apart from going down to the set and everyone loving you. Well, I think the thing was, after that, he became a uh, an anti-smoking activist and actually got Roger Moore this later on in life to, to quit smoking. A lot of anti-smoking activists um, still love to smoke ganja, though. Yeah, that's, really. That's part of the... We're so not saying don't smoke full stop. What we're saying is don't smoke tobacco. Yeah. It's, you know, it's an anti-tobacco lobby, isn't it? It's yeah, not yeah. an anti-smoking lobby. Yeah. 
So there you go. You can see that online. Uh, you, I mean, I keep saying online instead of on set <laughs> or on screen. What the fuck's wrong with me? It's. it's I think right, it's because we live in what 2011. Uh, we've evolved. Where are we we've, now? we've 2011. <laughs> Did we go past that? Fuck there? off, man. What's up with everyone? <laughs> it was we're 2021. Right. I mean, the pandemic killed us. It was my birthday on Saturday, right? And my housemate walked into me on Sunday, and I went, and he went, "What date is it?" And I went, "It's the 20th of June." And he went. No, it's not. It's May. Like, <laughs> it was my birthday yesterday. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, no, you've definitely skipped a month there, you know. And he went and checked. Yes. <laughs> What's up with everyone? This he week? went I'm, and checked. He I'm, looked on his phone. I'm the one. That, well, he never <laughs> has his phone on him. Oh, right. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, but uh, what's wrong with people this month? I'm meant to be the forgetful one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we had 70s chairs, we had the bar fight, they got taken, they were well, going to be taken to prison and, and this they is it. up. They, they got tucked to prison and then they got bailed out by the dude in the wheelchair. Yeah. And what was it? Well, they Fulton. didn't, they didn't Fulton. quite go to, to prison because what happened was, they, they, well, to they jail. W- they were going to prison. Yeah, they just stopped they, outside his house and yeah. they went for a mooch. Yeah, that was it. Didn't get told anything by the copper, they just let got let out the van and went, let's go raiding through this fellow's yeah. windows. So... When they were doing that, and then they got confronted by Fulton. Fulton. The old creepy geezer in yeah. the wheelchair. Yeah. That knew what they were drinking. Which, which, again, I don't care how high up the spy level you are. Yeah. You are not getting photos developed that quick in the 70s. Well. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. He had photos of them fighting in the bar, which was literally like 20 minutes before. And then he had developed photos of them in what? his fucking thing. No way. I'm not having it. Well, the thing is... Right, that back in the day, I, you you see it more. Uh, you don't see it as much now. You'll see it more looking back at old films. There's lots of people in in bath bathrooms. Yeah. With uh, developing their own stuff in low level light and hanging in, them all in up little, and what have you. And that was a very spy thing to do. Th- th- they were always yeah, developing the, their own. This fella couldn't handle stairs, Dave. No, he could. <laughs> oh, if, no, he could. He, yeah, up, he, yeah. he was just waiting for the fucking <laughs> pip interview. So he got his <laughs> pip interview sorted. He yeah, got that out of the way. On for the, the next Sunday. 18 months, he's fine. Yeah. So he's he gets so he's up out of his wheelchair. Down the pub. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. He'd be that right down the Phoenix talking about his hunting. He got them down with his incredibly quickly developed photos and threatened them with just deep threats of bumming. Yeah. It was, uh, you you either do my bidding or <laughs> I'm sending you to fucking jail, boys. Yeah. And then it didn't even, it didn't even hit home because you were like, oh, well, it's 90 days in jail. Yeah. And then one turns to the other and goes, and 90 nights. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and that's when they went, oh, Fuck, I'm yeah. not doing... Um, again, it's either heavily implying that they're going to get fucking arse destroyed or yeah. that they're not going to have lovely ladies, which I could see Roger Moore going through like some sort of heroin-like withdrawal. I can see... I can see minutes. a beautiful man like Roger Moore being passed around <laughs> like a rag doll. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't make it in prison, would he? Fuck, oh, mate. That'd be wild, but well, he would. He'd make it fucking <laughs> a- amazingly well. That was the issue. Yeah. He'd be the fucking, <laughs> the Ward King's fucking wife. <laughs> I think you'll find that I'm top bitch here. Hairdos. <laughs> 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 Daddy, Daddy has one olive in his vermouth. <laughs> 
whatever the fuck that drink was called. What uh, was it? Was it uh, a Creole scream? <laughs> a Creole scream. <laughs> I, I, no one's ever ordered a Creole scream. <laughs> That's what Roger Moore's going to be doing on the wing in the prison. The Creole scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god. No. Oh yeah. So so yeah. So they were threatened with with. Bummins, and he, well, he, he was just pissed off with them because they were fucking ace. Yeah, he was just, he was just pissed off. He was like, he, he was pissed off with Roger Moore's character because he could speak seven languages, um, just used it to get funny. Yeah, which is not that big of a thing, is it? Like if, like if I was aristocracy and spoke seven languages, I, I wouldn't be working at Tesco's. Yeah. Like I don't you'd be swanning about Monte Carlo I'd, I'd doing be what you about like. Monte Carlo in a Ferrari, yeah. picking up chicks. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, you, especially if, if I look like Roger Moore. If you were born into it, that's that's you're you're likely to. Have, but even that's then, what you're going to be up to. But then he got pissed off at the American fella because he was like, "And you're just too good at making money." And then it bored you, so you just started swanning around the world, banging chicks. And it's like, well, mate, if if you're at the point where making money is easy. And you have enough money. What else are you going to do? Apart yeah. from swan around the world banging chicks. You've made all the money. Wheelchair Fulton was just pissed off. He yes. was just getting angry because he was like, oh, I've, I'm sat here. I'm getting 1400 a month off the pip. Yes. And yous are swanning about <laughs> banging all the birds. I've, so what did you think of his plan then? So he's an ex-judge and he's decided that... Just well, what he's found woman. out is, or what he suspects is, that this guy that he that he put away a few years ago has faked his own death um, and that that is in fact that, that this isn't some kind of celebrity actress or whatever it is it is in fact uh, a mob boss's uh, sister and the way that we can confirm that is what I'm going to do is going to get Lord Brett Sinclair and I'm going to get Danny Wilde and I'm going to go and get them just to go and confirm it for me even though I already know it I'm going to go and get them to confirm it for me. Yeah. Was it a good plan? Was th- was it convoluted in any way? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was downright fucking outrageous. Weird, wasn't it? It was I'm, a weird way. I'm gonna, but pull, I'm gonna pull two people from separate thirds of the planet. Yeah. To spy on a twenty year old girl to check the top of her ass yeah. for a heart shaped birthmark. I'm not just going to... I'm an ex-judge. I've got links with police, yeah. links with high-up, you know, organisations in which there'd be plenty of there's plenty of PIs that he must yeah. know to run that work, and then he decides to pull... A uh, couple of millionaires. A, well, a couple of... A, a, a millionaire that was from the Bronx, had nothing, and built his way out of poverty, and yeah. then one that was rich and snooty, but he was... And, and that was kind of all she wrote with his story was like he's rich and snooty and yeah. that's about it they had no skills in the matter they had apart from the fact that they were both pussy hounds yeah and i mean that bit where they actually so they go and find the chick down by the pool they toss a coin on it and then then and then they, they go down right so the first dude goes down and is striking out big time yes and she's not interested, not interested. Go away from me, go away from me. And then the second dude comes down, and this is when you see what a kinky freak she is. Yes. So he goes, sorry about this. 
I'm a psychiatrist, and this is the dude I'm looking after. Yes. And the floodgates open. Well, I think the minute <laughs> I wrote it down here, the minute that she was presented with a Curtis and Moore sandwich, she was <laughs> fucking oh, up oh for mate. it. But then, and and that's it. So then the fucking the a she's just found out that it's a, a patient nurse situation. Yeah. Right, a patient and doctor situation, should I say? So. But then she's down for the three-way. So now she's went, well, this fella that didn't want to bang five minutes ago, now I've found out he's mentally ill and his handler's here. Yeah. Then, oh, now I'm down for some of that fucking madman dick. What? <laughs> what is wrong with her? And then, but then she's there. Uh, and then and, and then she's got her handlers that are looking after her that are going, maybe you shouldn't go out with these two fellows at once. And she's going, leave me alone. If I want to get double dicked, then I can. Did it's you did you see her? Did you see him from the window when he was looking at <laughs> them? I mean, I was looking at him for fucking. <laughs> I was just staring at him, going, "What? What's he doing in the window?" Because it's been a while since I've watched it. I what? What's he doing? Can no one else see him? He's I didn't notice there. him at first. Did you not? But <laughs> oh, then right, after fair. it first shot to him, and yeah. then, then it was like, "Fucking hell, he's still there, and he is there the whole time." Yeah. It's an awful high level of dedication to your boss in it. That you're like, oh, go on, I'll, I'll stop doing this lucrative crime thing yeah. that makes a lot of money, and I'll spy and stop people trying to dick on your sister who thinks you're dead. Yes, and uh, I, I mean, because judging, she'll give it away. Judging from the four minutes she spent around the pool, he must have been fucking busy, like, yeah, because she was tidy and and they were like flies to fucking sugar. Yeah, every t- every time he looked out the window, there's <laughs> another man. Well, there's there's a reason he had binoculars for checking yeah. on her from afar because he's like, I just can't be us wading through the horny dudes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> fucking a knee deep uh, in him. And she looked, she looked even better when she got a, in the next scene. She gets a lion mane. Did you see that <laughs> fucking hair, man? Oh, what? Which? That's in in was it in in the set? Was it the, the spray in set? Did they spray all over the faces? Hairspray. Yeah, in the set. In the set. I don't know. I just always call it hairspray. Hairspray. I was probably better off just saying that rather hairspray. than doing trying to attempt trying to, to remember a brand, which brand, I don't know. Doing fucking what's branding the fucking it? point of that? What's the, what's the joke in that? There's no fucking point, <laughs> You're is You're the fucking joke. I'm the joke here. I'm <laughs> yeah, trying to do fucking branding names trying for to do a brand that doesn't exist Hairspray jokes. So, <laughs> insert generic hairspray if name If this was one. the late 90s, I could en- mention the ozone layer, uh, soul glow, that kind of thing. I, I, what, <laughs> why didn't I mention soul glow? You know what soul glow is. Why didn't you mention one that's relevant now, like fucking Babelis or something? I couldn't instead remember you, Babelis. Instead for I you, don't know what Babelis is. You went is. for the one that your nan used to use and got discontinued. And it's I don't even know whether it's right. Indeset. <laughs> I can't, I'm saying it out loud. It doesn't sound right, but I know I'm close. Well, now you're at in the, the point. Now you're at the point where no matter how many times you say the word, it's going to sound like it the does. word doesn't exist. It's not right. It's, yeah, oh. but um, we're very much in the same way that, that fellow was going. Stop trying to bang his sister. <laughs> Just stop it. Just stop it. Just fucking There's leave no her joke alone. There. Leave it. But and she's like, "What well, if I want to go and get banged by a psycho and his doctor? I will. You can't stop me. I'm sick of you. You're just my dead up. brother's ex-workmates." <laughs> so they now take her away from they the situation. They get a phone call. Yeah, boss. Yeah, boss. We'll take we'll take her away, and uh, and so someone has to say that she's not going to be down for dinner. 
So, <laughs> so they send eight dudes. <laughs> they send eight dudes <laughs> again to go back to the restaurant where they've blagged their way back in because they're like, "Listen, we we're sorry we smashed it up last <laughs> night. We'll be fucking sound tonight." And then they bring fucking five burly dudes to <laughs> smash it up with them this time. And this one's almost slow motion. Fucking, oh, this one's hilarious. This one isn't it. Well, you can tell that this one's a bunch of actors in compar- in comparison to two mates throwing well, it around. Well, yeah, it's I think uh, they were able to do cut scenes. They were doing swirly, out-of-focus <laughs> camera work, which is just perfect in the 70s. Uh, obviously, the joke being... Uh, the joke used to be when you look out of a you know an airplane window and you see Superman flying, you look at the bottle, you have, an, uh, you have another quick drink and you throw it away. It's that kind of thing's going on with the owner. And he can't believe that these lot are fighting in his, oh, in his to the, to restaurant. The point where he so just he decides to just get bladded. fucking levered, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. These twats have cost me enough. I'll just get shit-faced and yeah, watch. You know. I mean, oh, at that point, what else can you do? In it. You're he, not going to stop them. You can cry. You can join in, which no one wants to do. Cause, uh, and to be fair to him, the last time they trashed his restaurant, they paid for it. Yeah, they paid for it, and the uh, but they don't take into account. And the, the police took them away, and they obviously did nothing because they're back again. Well, they dropped them off at the fucking judge's house. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even process them. Didn't even take their fucking names. This is justice in Monaco. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I bet it's not fucking too far from it. Too much money in Monaco. I bet you there's a lot of that. Yeah, <laughs> just dropping you out outside the fucking rich fucking creeps houses. <laughs> go and see him. Go see him. He'll he'll set up a convoluted plan for you to go and hit on someone at a swimming pool. Everything will be all right. And then you'll make friends. Yes. Roger Moore is a fucking... Every fight, he fucking backhands people like a fucking yeah. pimp. He does. Like a he, motherfucking... He talks his hand up, he, doesn't he? Every fucking <laughs> fight, man. He like, he'll, he'll do his cheeky right hook with a quip, and then yeah. they'll hit him back, and then he'll go... Ow, Back of the hand. Fucking pimp and the motherfucker. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I love it. It's uh, literally in my notes. It's just Roger Moore's a fucking slapper. The the other thing, <laughs> the other, uh, again, we go back to the seventies style of fighting of waiting for a setup and then a punch. These punches would come from fucking outer space or from across the room. Oh, You'd yeah. see them running at you with, with their fists. With a line. Yeah. How do you feel about this one, Mortimer? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'm about to punch you in the face. Now! (laughs) (laughs) And they do. (laughs) They seem surprised when it happens. It's like Ron Seal and it says exactly what it fucking says on the tin. (laughs) I tell you what, and and the stuntmen back then were very, very good because they do this. uh, I don't know whether you noticed it. It's a a stuntman move, the 70s. Same thing happened to the guy that got shot against uh, against the car. Later yeah, on, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So what happens? What they do is they jump up towards the camera, and then, and then they do a spin and they hug something. Yeah. So he hugs the car in that yeah, section. Yeah, or he or hugs a, a girl or, or a pillar, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, see it's, that. it's a boss move, and that's that's you know they're not getting up from that one. got it in your notes and I got it in my notes and yeah. we, it's the only time in the whole episode where we both just looked at each other and went well we're not discussing this yes why the fuck 
was the assassin so sweaty when he answered the phone? Yeah. Why was he? Wait, so the fella that went down to the restaurant to bang out the uh, the, the two characters, he, he, he answered the phone already dabbing his head with a fucking towel. Yeah. That's what, that's what I put here. I it's put, just, what was the point in I it? I put, oh, do you know what? Do you know when you sweat like fuck after a fight? <laughs> <laughs> it's really sweaty after a fight, isn't it? It's fucking, you know what you I mean? You just want a towel? You see boxers doing it, like, but... He was, and his suit wasn't sweaty, his hair wasn't wet. No. He was just dabbing his was face dabbing off. He was dab. dabbing, fucking, he was ahead of his time is what he was. Yes. Uh, it's called a dab. I haven't worked out the full move, but by, by, by the li- by, by 2010, we'll 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 get it down. That the dab's coming. He <laughs> <laughs> were fucking right. <laughs> do, do you want to hear about the production of it a bit more of well, how, how it come together? Can do it there's want. a there's a guy uh, who really we need to talk about at one point. His name is Lord Lou Grade. Sir Lou Grade. He's before we go any further. Is this a real person or it's, no, a character in this program? No, this is this is the real person. He's a TV producer, right? And he is he basically. So he he, he starts off. I think he came over from Russia. Uh, this this is really the long about <laughs> story about <laughs> it. So he comes over from Russia uh, as a kid. He wins the Charleston World Championship. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a fucking program in itself. <laughs> in it, I want to see it. He and was bullied in school, and his mum and dad didn't know. Well, he, he he comes over here. He wins that. I probably a black the Charleston Two Championship. Yeah, that's it. World Championship. <laughs> he's the best in the world at the Charleston, and then um, he's um, yeah. Him and his brother set up because they're in show business. They set up their own um, agency, so right. they start. You know. You know, I'm doing a bit of that, yeah. as well as having this, um, as well as having a, a theatre in London, and they could pick and choose who was in it. You see, and that was the thing; they could get stars in because they were on because their books. It was, it was and yeah. that sort of melange sort of happened in 1955. Was like when ITV started. Well, it wasn't called ITV then, but that was when suddenly. Britain's monopoly, sorry, the BBC's monopoly on British TV ended, and you had lots of regional um, studios all making their own programmes. And he was this guy who could just, he just knew what he was doing. He'd just just say, I want that and that, can you write that for me? People would come to him with an idea, like Jesus of Nazareth, which no one wants to touch. And he said... And he said, how much is it going to cost? All right, make it, no worries. He, he, there was no such thing as budgets back then. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was, uh, it was the Wild West of TV. Yeah. And he... So it was just kind of, if you can, make it. Well, I, I suppose back then they were looking for more... They didn't give a fuck about your budget because they were looking for... Content. Well, if they, if they had the next big thing, which was much easier to do back then because big things hadn't happened as often, Yeah. it was... Then the money would roll in. Yeah. So it didn't. You could have doubled your budget, but if you had the next fucking Doctor Who for say, or for yeah. something that's rolled on for a hundred bajillion seasons with fucking a, a thousand million episodes a season <laughs> and that, it's, it's your money is going to roll in. But someone must have took a punt on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, this this well, guy, yeah. this guy took a punt on it. The, the one that you, this Lord, Lord it's who l- now? Uh, Lord Lou Grade. Lord Lou Grade. 
Uh, you he you will. Right, he looks a bit like he looked a bit like Alfred Hitchcock. He sounded a bit like um, what's his face from Phone Jacker, Terry Tibbs. Yeah. So, and he had a giant. He All always right. had a giant cigar. That's a great a idea program. for a television program. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's just hang a bear. Double the price. Hold on a minute. <laughs> that's why. The, that's why they call me a mogul. So he's yeah. So he is an archetype mogul. He's got this big cigar. He he just goes and has meetings. And he, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he, he was. He knew, very how, good. he knew how to make money, and he knew how to make money from a new emerging new emerging yeah brand of uh, brand of entertainment. Yeah, which is why he he came on and he said, right, well, what we're going to do is have live at the London Palladium, then we'll yeah. have a half-hour drama, then we'll have a film on to finish. He's the one that, that made what what how we watch TV for so long after that until Sky came over and what have you, and then Video on Demand sort of ruined what scheduling is. It doesn't matter what scheduling is now because you can watch it when you well, like yeah, anyway. It's, it's scheduling. But it used to be uh, a thing well, that brought people together, you used and to he was a watch, big part of it. If you used to want to watch your programme that was on 6 o'clock on Friday night, you had to be in at 6 o'clock on Friday yeah, exactly. night or you were fucked. So, so just like, I mean, I could go on about him forever. I won't do. I'll just talk about... I don't him. imagine this will be the first no. or the last time. It, it Come up again him, because so he's so important. Well, you've just said how yeah. important he is to this entire generation of of stuff that we're watching. So he, yeah. he'll definitely. I'm sure this will become uh, every every time we'll get a little a little deeper into the education I, I on our, so. how much of a sick cunt this guy was. So in for persuaders, he um, someone came to him with uh, the story of the persuaders. I think it. it oh, what was his name? Oh, I think I forget his name. So he comes to him with the story, you know, the idea, and he says, uh, "All right, let's make this." Uh, and what we need to do is we need to get we need to get Roger Moore first of all, and then we need someone else. And I think they they tried like people like Rock H- Hudson and people like that. Then someone said Tony Curtis. Let's get Tony Curtis. Why not? And of course, people said, uh, "Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna get Tony Curtis because he's he's fucking Tony Curtis." And so he got on a plane, went to his house, uh, knocked on the door, went in, talked to him for an hour, and he did it. <laughs> the guy who would never do TV, he said, yeah, I'll sign up for that, because he's, cause he's acting against Roger Moore. At this point, he, Roger Moore hasn't been informed that he's in the recently commissioned no. Persuaders. Tony Curtis is going to fucking, I'm going to fucking destroy no, no, so No, so Lou, Lou, so Lou Gray it. then goes to Roger Moore, and he says, uh, "Right, well, I make you know this show's been commissioned, and you're in it." And he says, "I don't, I don't want to do any more TV. I want to do film now." And Shut up, Roger. And so he said, "Well, listen." And he offered him a large amount of cash, and Roger said, "Oh, all right then," <laughs> <laughs> which is which is great. This is this is a guy who you'd never signed a contract with Lou Grade. You shook his hand, and that was the contract. Right. He was he was old so, school. So he used to have people off left, right, and centre. Then I, I don't I don't uh, know. I think he was quite an honourable person. I don't think I've heard no, that much bad from him. I there were people that didn't like him because he was so successful and he was so good at what he was doing that years later he made a film called uh, Raise the Titanic 
that got bad press, went over budget, and they decided that it was all his fault, and it sort of ended his his Him. TV involvement and film involvement, yeah. and it shouldn't have because it, he was brilliant. Well, I, I mean, just because you can be responsible for a lot of guy. I mean, and his stuff is good. Yeah, um, but uh, you don't you don't get that big without screwing some people over. And again, having contracts without contracts just screams shady to me. I know it's old school. No, no, I, I know it's I know it's from a bygone era, but it is a bygone era. You got to remember that this is the this is the thing when you know when Monty Python. It's a famous story. Monty Python got together. It was just a bunch of writers from different TV shows at the yeah. time. They all got together and said, "Well, shall we? Can we?" Shall we make something? And they went to to the head of production at BBC Two, and they and they they pitched him and said, "Well, what's it called? Oh, we don't know. How long is it going to be? We don't know. Is it going to be syndicated? Uh, we don't know." And he looked at them and goes, "All right, you can have twenty five episodes." <laughs> it what? was it was that that was yeah, the world so, that they were so living. It's like the wild so west. So he was a madman. No, pit, no, so no. That wasn't that wasn't him. What I'm saying is that that was the kind of world you were living in. You were living in a world where people just, you know, oh, where they weren't thinking of budgets, yeah. they weren't looking at focus groups. The people just, you know, they had hunches. Do you remember when they had hunches? Curling back to, uh, to, curling back to the pretenders. Want, I've never heard of curling back. I can only think of poop when you're saying <laughs> curling back. Yeah, curling I, could, I could have been on about it. <laughs> Why did Maria shoot her brother in the end? Um, what <laughs> what benefit did that have? She so she's a brother yeah. has come back from the dead. Yes, he's found out that he's been paying for her to live this lavish lifestyle. Yes, she almost got double dicked by the psyche ward fella and his and his doctor at the fucking pool. Yes, she falls in love with that idea for some reason because mm-hmm. she's an insane bastard. Yes, and then when all is revealed. Fucking caps a brother to save them pet, and then and, and that's just a oh well, isn't it funny that she shot her brother? <laughs> and then it never gets explained again. And it's like, well, well, I for, think just for all the in-depth story they put into that, they fucking they, do you know what they did? You could tell they got to the end of it and went, how many minutes left have we got? Two fucking hell, we got thirty nine minutes worth of story left here. Right, just just wrap it up. Right, get her to shoot. We're just going to have to. People are just going to have to buy it, man. We haven't got the tape anymore. Okay, it was it was rushed. Now, that now ending. it was. It felt rushed because <laughs> because it was no. It felt rushed because the um, the writing of TV. Uh, dramas and what have you was was very different then, and I think what's ha- what we actually missed just before then she hugs her brother, yeah, you know, and she's hugging him, yeah, and she's like, all right, well this is my life now, and I think while she's embracing him, she's thinking, she's thinking this is the guy that has actively prevented me from actually from having getting, a life from getting who will happily, those two yeah, fellas at who the pool. Will happily l- lie to me who will ha- this is the life I'm going to have now I'm just going to be controlled and he's dangerous I know he's dangerous you can't even kill him that's how dangerous he is so she sees these things she has a sort of she has a moment where she thinks well this is going to be my life now and I, what I could be doing is having the Curtis Moore sandwich <laughs> or I could have a life of being controlled for the rest of my life. I'm fucking shooting him. He only shot. She only shot him in the shoulder. He went down. Yeah, but he was already. He was disabled. Who was, disa- just, who was disabled? He was disabled. Was he had he? a fucking cane. 
He was walking with a limp. He'd been fucking reconstructed. Oh, right, I suppose, yeah. But if you give someone a <laughs> facelift, you don't start the knees. Yeah, true. So, which indicates that he had something wrong with his knees. That weren't cosmetic. That's not like he went in and went, can you take a couple of inches off me, doctor? I just feel too tall. Oh, maybe they did. <laughs> maybe that was part of it. You don't know. Isn't, isn't I don't know, whenever you watch these old series, the... And you have like off, a, yeah? and they have a bandage reveal and yeah. slowly, and they've had a facelift. It's like wow, it's a different fucking person. It's like the 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 medicine, the surgery was so much better then because now it just makes people look like cat people, doesn't it? Oh, it makes people makes people look like they've been sharpened. Yeah, it makes people like like you've rubbed their face on a whetstone. Yeah, sharpen them down to point some fucking. Oh, it's horrible. Exactly, it but back then you could have a completely different, almost like an entirely well, yeah, different look at, actor. Look at face off. You it. could you could look like John Travolta or Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and all of the things in between. Face off though. When oh, when th- so we take the face off. We're gonna swap it. Yeah, we can do that. All right. And when you take the face off and you put it over the same bone structure, it'll look the same. Yeah, look the same. It'll even go to the same height. And 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 his weight will change and everything because you put the face on the body and the voice and the voice everything will just change. <laughs> It'll be great. Oh, it's an amazing film. I, I love it. Love I can't take film. the Mickey out of it because it's no, ace. it's mint. Do you know what I can take the Mickey out of? What? Oh shit! I did. I didn't mean to. Br- I, I was going to talk about this separately. I watched Aquaman. I I've got nothing to offer on Aquaman because I think they're flogging. Too many yeah. superhero films yeah. now. I'm fucking bored of them. Like Iron Man, Spider Man, even even the Avengers to a point. I like Captain Marvel, I yeah. like Black Panther, but just fucking enough's enough. Just I, I don't need one every four minutes yeah. of the day. It's taking the and now they are digging through the old archives because they're like, well, if if Iron Man made us a hundred million, then maybe Ant Man will fuck off. Ant Man won't make a hundred. Like. The, and you know they they're going deep down the archives now. They're starting to think that every single superhero film would make a good one, and it just wouldn't. I think you've you've you have got a fair point, and there is going to be some kind of fatigue from it all. You see, I'm ha- quite happily to say that I'm I'm a geek and a nerd, and so this is the age of the geek now, where it's actually cool I'm not to to, to, it's to read comics it's and not to cool. watch anime and what have you. So so. It's it's suddenly become the thing that everybody's into. It's the same old stories that we've had forever, but it's now got superheroes well, tell those no, stories. No, so now, I, now so it's I'm being now it. it's being now it's been put into the hands of the capitalist fucking bastards, and they're going squeeze it, squeeze ring ring it out a little bit tighter. We can get more money out of this. Yeah, yeah. And it's but definitely, since the House of Mouse have have taken over. Uh, Dis- bought, uh, uh, bought Disney Marvel House out. of Mouse. I was well confused there. That's what people refer to it as. And it has, uh, so anyway, he they they they've bought it, and of course they're going to make it a cash cow because that's what of they do. They you see, the Aquaman's DC. That's the other side. That's the that's you know when people are into DC, they're the darker comics. They're the more serious comics. If you if you're a comic fan, you're into you're into DC. They are. But they're also much worse filmmakers. They are, and the reason much why worse. is be- is exactly what you've just said because they've got executives at the top that um, that decide. Oh, the kids are into this. Make sure there's some of that. Deadpool's just come out. Make sure you reshoot uh, some of your films have more jokes in it and so forth. And the directors no- and the writers no longer 
get to create the thing that they wanted to create. I think no, that's been be summed up with the, the what's it called, the Jack Schneider uh, version of Justice League that's that was on HBO. Uh, did you hear about I, that? I, I, to be honest, mate, a, a lot of them slipped through me so fingers. Just, Justice League is the Avengers, but on the other side, yeah? Yeah, Justice League is Flash, Batman, um, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Superman, is it not? Yeah, it's been and there's Aquaman. been lots. Yeah, there's been lots of iterations of it, like in the comics, yeah. what have you, But that's what this film is about. And then the bad one. guys in that are Legion of the Legion of Doom, is it or what? Is no, no, it's uh, oh, what's his name? Steppenwolf. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about one. it. No, I wouldn't worry about it. What I'm saying is that they've that they had a film. Zack Snyder had to leave. They got Josh Whedon in. Apparently, he was a bit of a prick. But you've at the same time you've got studios saying we want this, we want this, we want this. Josh yeah. Whedon's more likely to do it because he. I, I've since found out that Josh, Josh Whedon's a, uh, a prick. He's the prick of the week this week. Uh, uh, prick of the week, Josh Whedon. Uh, Josh Whedon has been controlling people's uh, actors' lives and what have you for a long time, uh, telling them he's going to ruin their careers. He the and so Buffy the Vampire? Yeah, yeah, apparently in Buffy he was an absolute fucking the nightmare. The only thing he knew of him. Uh, he, was a, he was a tit to Cordelia. Um, Chris McCarpenter. He was he was proper horrible to her. like and And so... Yeah, it's it, re- read about it or don't read about it. It's not. I don't think it's full on Weinstein, but there's definitely a a use of control over actors. DC get him in, blah blah blah, blah mm-hmm. and they produce a movie which, to be fair, is is mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just doing that in a oh mediocre at best kind of. You know, it really is kind of oh well, I've watched that, and you go mm-hmm. on about your life. So they got Zack Snyder. Uh, there was a, a campaign because Zack Snyder said, well, I wouldn't have done it like that. I would have done it like this. And everyone was like, well, let's see his version of it. And right. so he re-recorded some scenes in on the, on the what to God, on his driveway with green screen for real and re-edited the film. And it made it a better film because it was that one person's vision. It was an amazing film. By any reason, yeah. by, but it was definitely better. So, so yeah, that's the difference between Marvel and DC is that DC cannot stop with the studio interfering with the creative process, and because of that, they continue to fail. I think there's about five different versions of Joker all exist at the moment in the same fucking time frame. Yeah. You've got a couple of Batman's. You've it, it's, it's just absolute. Their, their issue with them, with that, I always found is their fucking castings. Did they, they just take the first thing that comes through the door? Do you think so? Well, yeah, because normally the first iteration of a character is is good. Yeah, and then. But then instead of making, you know, whatever it is, two, they'll re-release whatever it is, one, with a different main actor. And then everyone, oh, well, this actor's much better. And it's like, well, if he was better for the role, why didn't you hold out audition properly and book him for the role? Because how many Spider-Man ones out there is there at the minute with different Spider-Men in them? And there's at least three Batman. Yeah, in different ones. It's just, and and this is part of the reason why it pisses me off because it's just over dilution of, like, if there was one set of Spider-Man films that were linear, there was one set of Batman films that were linear, and the Batman can change through them. That's cool, but stop pulling it back to oh no, that Batman wasn't the real Batman. This is the real Batman. Well, this is again what you're talking about is things. It's oversaturation in the market. But then that's that's DC. The, the prominent one, and the other one is Sony Studios because they bought well, the they rights. They were doing it all with Spider-Man. They, yeah, they bought they? the rights to Spider-Man. Spider-Man, and they have to keep producing a movie. 
in order to keep the rights. Otherwise, they revert back or something. So yeah. they have to produce a movie every now and again to retain the rights. Uh, that th- There's a very famous Fantastic Four film that is absolutely, truly awful because they just... They just filmed it because they had to. It's was that n- the one? No, with it's uh... nothing you would have seen, but it is on tu- YouTube. It's worth a look. But uh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, the, that's the difference again with Marvel. Marvel have taken this unified approach. They've someone sat down in a meeting and they've gone right. Well, in twelve years' time from now, we will have Black Panther. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone's mapped it all out. They're they're making their casting decisions well ahead but of this time. This is what I mean, and, and, they're, they're, and they're, you don't see Marvel doing that. You yeah. don't see Marvel pulling back three separate Captain Americas or, you know, it. you see them changing characters. You see yeah, the actors yeah. changing. Yeah, exactly. But what you don't see them doing is scrambling, scrunching up the old one, throwing it in the bin and rewriting chapter one again. Yeah, exactly. It's That is fucking, you know, it's stupid. Or if you're going to do that, do it to the entire universe. Just say, right, well, we had that. That was one era of them and you know they've been around for a good 20 years the actors are getting old so what we're that's doing it. is we're going to reset it we're going to do it with this that lot we're going to tell re-release it with a whole new exactly. a whole new cast and, and that's that. fine yeah if they were going to do that that would be cool but they're just picking and it you know what i mean they're yeah. j- they're, it's just sporadic and it's it, it it's it's hard to follow and it just made yeah phase out of it. Right, so what were you saying about Aquaman? Oh, right, yeah, sorry. We got, so we got uh, nice one for like that. a motherfucker there. Well, the, the Aquaman thing is enough to do the podcast anyway. This is me, I was going to talk to you about it, but Aquaman, I was watching it and it was just like, yeah, I'm watching it, you know, yeah, it's fish guy swimming about, all that carry on, he talks to fish and all this business. I was, I was enjoying it, you know, my brain was switched off and I was just in the seated position. Mm. I'm convalescing, you know, with my nose and stuff like yeah. that. I, I, I'll stick this on. And it had me up until there's a fight, between the first fight between the two brothers who are fighting for who's going to be in charge of that Atlantis. Aqu- Aquaman and So Aqua it's Aquaman dude. and his brother. Who uh, I'm not even going to go into that. So Aquaman <laughs> and his brother. And they're going to fight in the Ring of Fire. Underwater. The Ring of Fire? Yeah, underwater. That's how dangerous things are. It's actually lava. But anyway, they're there. They're going to have this fight and the music, you know, there's there's crowds in an arena watching them going, watching them. There's jellyfish walking, you know, uh, swimming past watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that carry on. There's fucking sharks with lasers. Uh, Motherfucking sharks with freaking laser beams. Yeah, all that's going on. (laughs) And so you've suspended a certain amount of disbelief anyway up until this point. And then the music starts. It's boom, 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 boom. You know, tribal drums. And then it cuts to the thing that's playing those drums is a fucking octopus. (laughs) And that... I switched off from there. <laughs> from that point on, they, that was jumping the shark. That was that was just the the one the one thing too many. There's the one fin too many, the, if you will. Oh my god, it was <laughs> fucking just <laughs> awful. Up um, until then, I was I was like, all right, fair enough. I'll watch it. It's a bit shit. I'll watch it. But that there was absolutely no reason to have an octopus playing fucking drums underwater to this fucking dramatic music. I mean, there definitely is a reason to have drums octopus to play your drums because it has fucking six arms eight octo two legs mate two legs <laughs> <laughs> is that how it works that's how oh, i what? think it works that's how why i feel biology I works. they threw me out six marine arms, biology it's got to sit on the drum stool with something so it uses its two legs it's got six arms <laughs> <laughs> fucking i'm not thick <laughs> You thought about it. That's, that's for real. It's genuinely not the first time it's <laughs> went through my head. 
Um, Would you have a crab <laughs> with maracas? No, because it'd snip them. It'd <laughs> break them. <laughs> Cartoon crabs, I love it. Snip that bastard. What could they play then? You can't leave them the out. Clamshells. Clamshells. Yeah. They can play their mates. Yeah, their yeah. Mates. Get off, fucking crabs. Stop it. <laughs> I didn't want to come to the music day at the sea anyway. <laughs> Under the sea. Yeah, so it's uh, <laughs> it was yeah. So at that point, I'd had enough of it anyway. Well, I I, I won't be sticking. Uh, I I won't be watching that one to be honest, because Amber Rudd likes to uh, whoop on her fellas and shit. Um, and, uh, I don't. Oh, uh, she was fucking yeah. awful. Well, she's, she was she's playing an, an abusive cunt, and I don't stand for abuse in any light of the word. And I think it's just as bad when it's a woman doing it to a fella. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah I, w- I won't be I won't be getting in the uh, Aquaman frame of mind just for that reason, to be honest, because she's a twat. She is. She's. I, I mean, I know we've already had our twat of the week this week, but I think we could squeeze in an extra special bit of room for that twat as well. <laughs> we can just squeeze <laughs> in another twat. Ah, uh, fucking! Yeah. This is an under the sea twat of the week, so yeah. it doesn't count for the uh, for the land. Ah, twat right. So of we've the got week. the land dweller, which well, is what they call us. Yeah, in, you know what I mean. Atlanta. So we've got the land, the land dweller. The old air breathers is Josh Whedon. Yeah, and, and then down and below. then the under the sea bell end of the week is fucking Amber Amber Rudd, is it? Amber Rudd, yeah. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, she. Oh, is it Amber Heard? Amber Heard. No, yeah, we're thinking. I don't know. I'm, I'm calling the wrong person a cunt it's here. Heard. So it's heard. Is it? It's Amber Heard. Yeah. You're I'm thinking just, of. Uh, is it Paul Rudd? No, he's Ant Man, isn't he? No, he's not Ant. No. Are you looking on Google? Paul Rudd's, Paul Rudd's Ant Man, isn't he? Oh, Ant Man, yeah. I thought yeah. you said Aquaman. No, no, that's fucking Jason Momomos. <laughs> Jason Momomos. Samosas. <laughs> yes. He was, he was all right, isn't he? Um, it was Amber Heard. So, yeah, Amber yeah. Heard. She was. Um, A I'm twat. Su- I'm surprised. Oh, listen. You ready now? Go on. I've just thought of a joke. <laughs> oh, go on. Right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Brace yourselves, people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and now and now I understand that this is building up even further, and I shouldn't because it's <laughs> shit. And I also understand that someone else might have made this uh, joke too. I don't know because <laughs> someone must have thought of it. But if you look closely at all her scenes, she's chained down in these underwater scenes because her acting is so wooden. <laughs> oh, my God. She's constantly trying to float to Oh, the my fucking God. <laughs> oh. Was it worth it? I don't think that was no, worth, it, worth it, you know. But, uh, yeah. You sold your soul for a bad joke there. <laughs> Yeah. Oh fuck me. There's man. probably a simpler way of doing it, and if I just said it like <laughs> that, her acting so wouldn't she get to the top? Uh, yeah, that, that would have you would have yeah. killed it with that one, and mm. fucking we'd have gotten applause for that one. Fair <laughs> dues. Um, and a clause. Yes. Yeah, she was horrible. She was horrible. Do you know who was good in it though? The old bed shitter. Um, go on, who? Who uh, was good? Uh, it was um, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren's in it. He plays a dad. And he Fuck off. What, so he plays Poseidon? Uh, or is Poseidon Aquaman's dad? Uh, no, Poseidon was someone apparently way back in the past who was very, very powerful and it's sort of the lineage has come down. and it's, it's, he is So part he's like their great-great-granddad or yeah, some shit. He's, he, uh, Dolph Lundgren plays like... There's, there's like lots of different offshots of, the, um, of tribes 
of different, uh, like there's the, of the sea people. Yeah, there's the brine people who you find out are giant crabs just crab all over the place. People. Crab people. That's what yes. I was thinking. Fucking South Park. I so, so they had crab people in in the brine water. Anyway, <laughs> don't, don't worry about them for in now. The but anyway, Dolph, Dolph Lundgren was in charge of one group of these yeah. a- aqua dudes. And, um, the fish people? The fish people. <laughs> le, le fichissois. <laughs> le glace de poisson. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of the few the things. Icy fish. That g- it's ice cream fish. Yeah. You can, <laughs> you can get, no, you can get that in in uh, France. You can ask for a glass de poisson. See if you'll play. Fuck off! I'm you not believing that. Yeah, fish flavored ice cream. No. Get that down your gullet. No. Yeah, yeah. Glass de poisson. Is that the one to have out on the side at the beach? So when the seagulls nick it, they get a nice taste I as well. D- I don't know. I don't know whether they would do there. I mean, I think I think seagulls in France just walk <laughs> around with take, a fag in the mouth. They only take they? your baguettes or your berets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a racial stereotype you're holding? <laughs> I'll have that. Um, so anyway, Dolph Lundgren's. <laughs> don't make me start. Dolph Lundgren's really good at it, <laughs> and he's he's playing it right. You yeah. sort of he's playing it quite serious and moody, and then you see something behind his eyes about <laughs> halfway through. This is uh, your time, Dolph. No, no, it's not. It's the opposite. Dolph has realised he's like, fuck, this is He-Man again, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm not underwater I, He-Man. Yeah, un- this is underwater He-Man, and I'm just fucking and just oh no, oh, and you can see that he's died inside. <laughs> And uh, but it Probably makes it an amazing <laughs> performance. This this collapsed fishman who's who's sort of you thinking, watch, well, this is it. Isn't the it? internal combustion <laughs> of someone's soul really yeah. gave it a fucking oh. really pulled it to a seven out of ten yeah. from the five out of ten it was. Oh, he's amazing. William Defoe Fuck. was good. He was crazy what? as ever. William Defoe. Defoe's in it as well. So it's yeah. it's star studded. It's it's a really good cast. I mean, he's he's talking about because his mum in it. Um, who gets killed in inverted commas early on is who um, Defoe's or Aquaman? No, Aquaman's is um, who is it? Not uh, Kim Passenger. I keep I, I was confused with Kim Passenger. Who's <laughs> the Australian <laughs> Kim Passenger? Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna go fucking Kim Passenger. <laughs> Yes, well, and and you would have been right. Uh, so, uh, Kim Wilde, Kim, no. <laughs> Kim fucking Wilde. I've got Danny Wilde. I've got Kim Passenger. I've I've got Kanye West. What's her name you again? Did you just say Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Right, Nicole Kidman. She's his mum, and you know this this thing about oh my mum was someone and my dad was nobody. His dad is Boba Vett. Oh yeah, yeah. Sound. The one that plays him now, who's about to, you know, have his own uh, TV he's series. The one who's about to get his own teleseries off. Yeah, him. who is that? I don't even know who that one is. Uh, I mean, Star Wars has been very, very tough for me as well. In the same thing with the uh, with the superhero films, that now they're part of the Disney Club. You think it's oversaturated? I'm squeezing every penny and it's boring me. The last, um, the last like, Star Wars films were. Terrible. I mean, they weren't terrible. They weren't bad films, they but the, the the sad part about it is the parts that made them good films were all the parts they'd stole from episodes four, five, and six. Yeah, exactly. So, like so they had just enough nostalgia to keep you invested in it, and they were fucking. They were cash cowing them. They were trying to turn them into comedies. Well, it's it's the thing with. Um, Oh, I've forgotten his name now. I can see his face, but I can't. He did Lost and Jim Abrams, is it? So he d- he's done 
he's done loads. So he's done stuff like the new Star Wars movies, right. uh, Star Trek movies. Right. You get him in, and he can nostalgia the fuck out of it. But what yeah. he can't do is finish something. Finish. Uh, uh, lost so, so finished and it was fucking awful now they so got he's him great in. at fluffing out a story but he's not good at coming he's to a, a conclusion he's good at, he's good at right. this, is, this is why things have teams of yeah. writers on it though if you wanted to recreate classic coke if you wanted you know he would be, he'd you'd be get a man him, to bottle it up you'd get him to do it he, he'd sort it out for you and you'd go wow it wouldn't be quite there but it'd be good enough and you'd go wow this is classic coke yeah. right, this is beautiful so he does that and he did that in the first one so basically we had star wars episode four yeah again yeah um and and he wrote these tendrils and the interesting bits of oh you know f- perhaps finn is a forced user perhaps he's um perhaps he's really in love with ray and them two are going to be a thing and so on and so oh, well forth. it pushed for that in the first two uh, didn't it fully exactly. it fully pushed that finn and ray were going to be that you know they yeah. were going to get together and then in the third one it was just like nope we'll just abandon well, that i mean they made um and finn fell in love with the the little chinese chick that caught him trying to escape the ship and caught him being a coward no well the thing is they um they became racist and started making racist decisions at the studio they basically you had internet trolls who obviously internet trolls we've all got to listen to them because they're they're you know they're in charge did you know that no they're, they're the loudest voices and they're there and they, yeah. they're telling me what you, i think they're saying you you know this ain't always the right exactly and um, but they're, they're sh- they were saying that she's the a pointless that character out. she's a this she's a that and it was thinly veiled racism and rather than doing what i would do if someone was giving someone shit i would make i would have killed off fucking ray and i would have made her the star of the last one do do you know what i mean just to say fuck you you little pricks Mm. you don't do you know what i mean you you carry on being racist cunts i'm not having any of it but instead disney oh the right wing are getting a bit jittery it's it's probably best that we give her less face time so in the last fucking film she's hardly (laughs) in it she's stuck on the fucking planet the rebel planet with one of the fucking one of the hobbits and She's just, yeah. she's just fucking. No, no coincidence. Uh, I got a message. Does someone want this message? Uh, it's a real important part I've got here. Hey, don't knock, don't knock the message. Give a part because R two D two has been in it for fucking nine films, and that motherfucker was in four. He started out like bleep bloop bleep. It's a message. Yes. So you know, I think that's got a lot to do. I I hope it's got a lot to do with Kenny Baker, the guy that was in him. Um, <laughs> that was in him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, my mate's ma met Kenny Baker and said he was an absolute twat. Was he? Yeah, oh, no. total bell. Well, tell me all about it. I don't, that's all I did. <laughs> oh, he right, was okay. just a lech and a fucking dickhead, like, but he was a proper, don't you know who I am? And everyone was like, well, no. Because right. we don't know who he was because you can't see his fucking face. Right. <laughs> if, if he'd have pulled out the blue hat and went blip, 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 then yeah. everyone would have known who he was. <laughs> fucking, you know what I mean? Right. I, <laughs> I, um, oh, I'd like to think that he's ace uh, just because of. I'm what sure he was called? ace to loads of people, but uh, not to me, mate's mine. He was time, a cunt to her. Time bandits. Because well, she didn't recognise him. No, no. Well, the, he, was, he was just that, don't you know who I am, Bellin? She was don't saying. Don't you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine it was much more high pitched than yeah. that. 
<laughs> he's, no, he can't talk like that. <laughs> anyway, so okay, fair enough. We've 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 done DC and what have you, and that's that's my fault. Um, it's fucking nobody's we go, fault. We're going into Star Wars there. I, I, I think I had a point, but do you know what? I've I've, I've lost it now. No, <laughs> so fuck it. Well, what it is is Star Wars just really in a little bit. Like I still love you. Yeah. I Star- still love you, but we haven't had a good Star Wars video game in a while. And, you know, come on, if you're listening, Star Wars, fucking just chill out. Do something. We pray to you, George Lucas. <laughs> Help us, George Lucas. You're our only hope. Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. That's fucking obvious, isn't it? Ah, that's that's <laughs> what you fucking pay for. Isn't it? Right, and okay, so we'll wrap it up. Do you want to know about what's going on next week? Um, well, yeah, come on. What, what are we doing next week? Well, cause, Can cause we do a cartoon? Fuck yeah, we can do a cartoon. Okay, good. There's no limits. Okay. There's no limits. We're going to do the first ever episode of The Mysterious Cities of Gold. Right. You've seen it, heard it? Never heard nor seen it. Seen the tattoo on my arm there? Yeah, I have, to, I have always wondered that's, what that was on. That's the medal from, from uh, Mysterious Cities of Gold. You put these two together and you can control a load of uh, alien tech that's been made out of gold. So go and watch the first episode with it if you want to join us. It's on us. YouTube. Um, it's on YouTube again. Um, and nice one for coming. I'll see you in a minute, innit? Laters. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.